turnaround going into the Luton game. Do you have any fresh injury concerns or team news for us? Yeah, not not really. To be honest, we everyone's recovered well. I had them in uh, yesterday, and the guys who didn't play and the squad players to come in and trained excellent. Did a really intensive uh, session, so I'm sure uh, they, they would have enjoyed that. It was very competitive. Ed, Jonathan Hogg was on the bench on Saturday. Is is Jonathan close to a start? Is he going to be fit enough to be in contention for a start? Yeah, Hoggy's Hoggy's been going really well. He's been training well. Um, just the way he always is, you know, you, you, you gather that from the group here, how important he is to the group. Um, and he's got a great presence in the building. He's a real leader. So I've been really enjoying working with him the past few days. So we'll just assess on how he is this morning in the training. It's... As I mentioned, a quick turnaround. It's almost no time really to dwell on Saturday, is there? But now that the dust has settled a little bit, Mark, your your reflections on on the Reading game? Yeah, it's important that we move on fast, but also it's important that we uh, analyse how we played, you know, and, and the three goals were unacceptable. That un, under no uncertain ta- terms should a, a club like Huddersfield be lo- losing goals like that, you know, so of uh, 100% made that clear to the players um, and they showed a really good response yesterday. And actually, there was a lot of positives in the game as well in the second half because I touched on, we were able to switch to a new system and I had some good performances out there, although it was a 3-1 game. Um, I thought there were some positive performances, especially in the second half from the likes of Sorba Thomas, um, young Connor Mahoney coming in, young Ben Jackson who come in from the academy, which is great for him, and that'll give him a big lift. And I also thought Tom Lees was excellent. You know, he's really coming into form, um, and you could see how important player he is for this team, and he's a real leader. Everything he does, he does with conviction. Yeah, it must be a source of frustration for you, because on Friday we spoke about how you like your teams to be defensively solid, and I guess it's, in a way, it's just speaking to the players and, and ensuring those kind of mistakes don't happen again. Yeah, I mean that. I think I think you guys are all very like football intelligent as well, and you could see from the outset looking in how hard it actually was for Reading to play through us or break through us. So it was more like the first goal was a set play, um, and I take responsibility for that. And then the second one was more just uh, we switched off, didn't follow a runner, um, and then of course the unfortunately Herrick wasn't able to sort his, his feet out and clear the ball but actually being in a good position to deal with the danger, you know. And then the third one's obviously a mistake, which was uh, happens with young players, you know, sometimes they switch on. And it's my job now to get them to be uh, more focused and more concentrated in important uh, phases of the game. Um, and they've showed me a really good response yesterday. You know, the guys come in upbeat and they know what's going to be in front of them now uh, tomorrow night. I guess with the with the result on Saturday and like you say the response you've had yesterday, what what does that tell you about the the group of players you've got, Mark? Because you're obviously still learning about them as well. But okay, not the result we would have wanted, but the response. What what has that shown you about the group? Yeah, it's been great. You know, I've had three good days with the lads, and obviously we're building up now to Tuesday's game. So as every day goes on and as every session goes, I'm starting to learn more about my squad and my players and the type of characters that are and uh, how they go about their business, you know. So it's really important. But, guys, we all know what this championship's like. Because there's such a big volume of games, you have to make sure you're going and winning. 
And that's what the training's been all about. And I'm sure the lads will tell you that as well. You've got to win at everything. Every drill I do in this training is about winning and being competitive. So we've got to bring that down here on Tuesday night. Does it for you, in a way, just reiterate how big of a challenge it is for you, Mark? You mentioned on Friday that you know the the scale of the challenge. Has it reiterated that at all? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what attracted me to this uh, job in the first place because I like to do things that people think is not possible. I want to come here and galvanise this group and give them the feeling that they could beat anybody in the league. And I told them not to be too disappointed because we all know that Redden's two points off uh, the automatic promotion places. So we've got to understand where we're at, but we also need to understand that we've got to win games now. And we've got to always understand as well that we need to increase the performance levels from this group and it's coming. Is it hard for a head coach? Because you, you say, look, you've got to reiterate to the players the challenge and we must win games. But also, you know, you mentioned the goals on Saturday. You, you don't want them really to dwell on it. Is it is it hard to strike that balance, Mark, sometimes? Uh, not at all, you know. Just lean on my experience with that um, because I've been involved in teams that are coming into a big volume of games. But what I would say is that the guys really showed a good response in the training. Um, and they look really sharp and they're looking forward, obviously, to a, a hard challenge here on Tuesday. And it's going to be hard for Luton as well because they know that we were getting ourselves in really good positions to score goals um, at the weekend. Um, so, as I said, uh, I'm going to assess the guys today and uh, it's going to be a really sharp session now travelling down to Luton. I know you, you've spoken about young players. Uh, a couple of players who have come to the club over the summer, I, I just want to ask you on Jack Radoni and David Kasumu. Jack Radoni in particular has come in for, for praise already this season. H how have you found working with, with those two? I've really enjoyed working with all the young players, you know, and especially it's, it's quite interesting that there's been guys that have maybe went under the radar that have actually come in and caught my eye as well, and that's good, and it's a real testament to the football club because their academy is really good, in a good way and the academy coaches here are doing brilliant with the young lads and they're pushing them but it's not just about the young lads we've got very good experienced players here as well um, and they're used to playing under pressure and they're used to challenging in the league so we've got to just become competitive um, and as I said we focus on what we do on the pitch. How, how useful is it having having those experienced heads that are knitted together with that quality of youth that you speak about? Yeah, it's it's massive because they've been there and done it, the guys, you know, so the Tom Lees, the Hoggies and so on, Wardy and Roji, they've been there and done it. So just to give the younger ones the little tips and that, um, it just puts them at ease, you know. We know this league is great. You could have two disappointing results, but you could also go and have three back-to-back -back games coming quick where you're sitting on top of the world. And I always talk about don't be too high when you're winning and don't be too low when you're losing games. We have to be balanced in everything we do and consistent with our emotions. We we touched on the quick turnaround and you mentioned the the volume of games. It, it's not just a quick turnaround, is it, Mark? It's it's two long trips south. How How difficult can it be to, one, recover, but then get the message across going into the next game? See, to be honest with you, the, the, the Dean Hoyle's bought a bus that's that good. It's like sitting in your living room all the way down. <laughs> so that's that's a, a testament to the, the chairman and his wife and how they've invested in the club. So we'll not have any issues with that, guys.
and and like you said, you've had that Sunday session as well, just to focus on Tuesday, haven't you? Yeah, of course, you know, like, I mean, I know it's traditional in the UK where they always like to have their day off after the game, but that's not how I work. I need to get a volume of work into these players to make them better, make them more competitive, so that they know their roles and responsibilities in this team. And I always talk about that. We have to have clarity. And that's all I focus on, is clarity and what we're doing on the pitch, guys. Everything else is more interesting to me. That that's really fascinating. You say that is is that something you've picked up in Germany, or or is that just your personal preference? It's just the way I've always been. You know, I can't influence anything that's meant on the outside. Like I was talking to you a lot about. There's a real disappointment about the place with what's happened previous and the slow start to the season and stuff. But that's no my concern. My concern is now is having three days with the players, and now this is going to be our second game. How we've trained what my eyes are telling me and how I analyse training with my staff. And the staff have been really supportive and great. They're young, dynamic people and they're working very hard. We know uh, about Luton Town. They came up against Huddersfield in the playoffs last season. They had a, a very good season last season. Four wins already under the belt. And we know in English football, we always talk about Kenilworth Road's a, a difficult place to go. What, in your analysis, have you made of Luton so far, Mark? Yeah, it's a good team, you know, they're very aggressive um, and they like to play very direct, but they could also play football in the right areas and everything to do is with intensity, you know, but we're going to be very similar in the near future and we've just got to keep training the way we are and it'll become automatic in the games. Um, and as I said, you'll start to see something on Tuesday that'll tell you that we're getting closer to where we want to be and we're building every week as we go, you know. Good to see you again. Good luck for it. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for it. We'll come to Stephen in the room next week. Right. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Mike's not that. Thank you. Um... Injury news. Um, how's Utah? He went off at half time. Was that tactical? Did he have a knock? Utah's been great. You know, Utah was away with the international team um, in Germany and had his game and stuff. So he's been really good in training. Uh, but I didn't have a lot of time with him uh, on the pitch, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to working with you. Okay. So no issue with him? Sort of... No, no issues. No. Um, and Pat Jones missed out on the squad. How's, how's he doing? Yeah, Pat's doing well. You know, just I'm um, working with the medical guys uh, on a day-to-day basis just to really assess Pat and see how he is, you know. But I don't think he's going to be too far off. Okay. What, what's his issue? Uh, to be honest with you, I think that's best that we keep that inside, you know. Um, but it's nothing serious. I don't think he'll be too far off. And I'm really looking forward to working with Pat as well because he's a very exciting player and he's another one of the ones that's come through, you know. Okay. And Tino, still expecting him to be out tomorrow? Tino's got an issue with the glandular fever, you know. It's a, it's a difficult virus, guys. You know how it is. You've got to give it time. Um, but Tino's an exciting player and I'm looking forward to getting him back in the group. Great stuff. I mean, when you look at the performance on... Uh, Saturday, what do you think needs to, to change against Luton? Yeah, there's a lot of things that's got to improve. Um, but as I said, like Rome wasn't about in a day. So the three sessions, the three days we had with them last week leading up to it was, was really good and good work, you know. And the guys gave me a good response as well. They, they, they understood that the three goals were unacceptable, but they also showed me that they could deal with adversity, you know, because to come and gather momentum there in the second half. And we, we pretty much hemmed them back in at times. Um, so that was pleasing for me. But as I said, scoreline 3-1, that's never acceptable. 
for a club like Huddersfield Town, you know, so we'll have to do much better in that regards. Do you feel like that three-five-two, um, if that's what it was, um, that you shifted to in the second half? Do you feel like that might be something you can look at going forward? Yeah, absolutely, guys. Look, we played. We started off with four-four-two, and I think it was clear for you to see that I like to have a lot of offensive players on the pitch, um, which was good, you know. And obviously, I touched on it again. The first goal was a, a set play, and that kind of took the wind out of us a little bit. And then the second goal was more a goal where the the done us with a movement, you know, in behind. Um, so what pleased me is that we were able to adapt and we went, when we went to the 3-5-2 in the second half, we looked really comfortable in that shape and we had good width. So as I said, for me, it's about layering it and getting them to feel good and confident in loads of different formations and systems so that there's an unexpectancy from the opposition and they don't know what we're going to bring, you know, on each game. That width seems to be really important to you. It was clear you were sort of Try to play it out wide as soon as you could. Is that something that's going to be a hallmark of your side? Yeah, I think it's important that we we get with, especially in this league, because especially with Roji and Wardy, you know, it's two guys that are good in the box and they, they really sniff where the chances are going to come. So we have to go and be offensive and create as many chances as we can. And we did do that in the second half. It was maybe just the final ball or the, the movement just wasn't quite right. But that's all stuff that we could influence on the training field. Sober seemed to have a particular influence when you moved him out to the right. Is that where you see him going forward? Sorba was aggressive in everything he'd done. That's the way I want Sorba to play. Just like I keep saying, let the hand break off and just go and express yourself. And I thought he was very aggressive in everything he did. And he caused them a lot of problems, especially towards the end of the game. They were really struggling to deal with his pace and his running power. But it wasn't only that. His defensive work was excellent as well. He was getting back in his shape quick uh, to regrain our shape so that we could go and work against the ball again. So I think there's a lot of improvement in Sorba and I think that he's very willing to do that. One player who struggled a bit this season, John Russell, um, seemed to be struggling a little bit on Saturday as well. Do you, do you feel like it might be time for him to have a, a bit of a, a spell out or do you think he can be an important player? Yeah, I'll assess that. You know, I think with young players, you know how it is. Um, when you're playing at the level that you're used to playing and you do have a dip and stuff, you've got to kind of deal with it and, and work your way through it. And John showed me some really good appetite to his training and he looks like he got a spring back in his step, you know. Um, and as I said, John's just got to keep working hard and uh, expressing himself day in, day out and showing everybody what a good character he is because he's not only a good player, he's actually a fantastic boy as well. Um, the 442 that you used, we'd seen it earlier this season. It was a different sort of implementation of it, though, wasn't it? Yeah, of course, because it's very general style the way you press and go against the ball, you know. Um, we were really compact, and you could see Red and found it so hard to, to play through us. Their only chance was the set play, and then the one where Jeff Hendrick flashed it across the front post for them to get their own goal, you know. So it wasn't really coming from any of their clear-cut chances or the way the game was open and stuff. So this is going to be a really big thing for me that we're clear and we're in a good shape against teams and they find it hard to play through us. there's anything we know about Luton, it's that they're always a very, very hard-working side that's going to require the players to sort of give everything, leave everything on the pitch tomorrow. Yeah, but that's what we expect. We can recall. It doesn't matter who we are playing in this league. It's all tough games. And it's the same for the opposition. They're not going to want to face us as well because when we click into gear, we're going to give teams big problems. 
with that width that you want to, to play with and your emphasis on that, do you think Kane Kessler-Hayden has a, a part to play on your side? I thought Kane was really good yesterday in the training. Um, he's coming on, he's developing well. I spoke to Mealy about him, the loans manager at Aston Villa, and said, look, been really impressed with him and I'm, I'm enjoying working with him. He's just got to keep working hard, especially at the basics, you know. He's crossing and things like that. He's got to keep improving that. But he's on a good way. Young Kez is in a good way. It's, um, the fans obviously showed a bit of discontent on Saturday. Can you under, understand that in the position that the club are in? Oh, absolutely. You know, And that's why I apologise to the fans for having a really difficult, long journey down to Reading. And they supported us from the first minute. And then at the end, they were really frustrated because... They had that hope that we were creating the chances, but we weren't quite taking them. And then, of course, the counter goal towards the end, when we make the mistake, then there was a real frustration from them because they're looking at the outset thinking Redden's not really troubled us, but we're sitting here now 3-1 down. Um, and as I said, that's what the championship is. You know, set plays, being, being uh, focused and concentrated in important phases of the game. But we'll work, we'll keep working and we'll improve that. You've got a set-piece goal. Uh, you know that you've got players who can both get on the end of them and who can deliver those set-pieces. Could be a big, important weapon for you, couldn't it? We're very dangerous on set-plays offensive. And people are going to have to accept that. I'm expecting us to score a lot of goals in this area. Um, especially with this delivery from Sorba Thomas. But it's not only him. You've got young Mahoney who's got delivery and so on. Jack Rodoni's a good deliverer of the ball. So... Teams are going to be really worried about us uh, offensive set plays. And it was something, the, the the variation was something that we worked on in the training this week as well. So it shows me the players are responding well to the work. But what I'm doing is I'm not trying to change too much quick because I know that the previous work that was in on set plays and stuff was very positive as well. So it's just just trying to, to give a balance to it and not overwhelm the players with information. As I said, I could only see what I've seen been in here for the first three days before the Reading game and now building towards the Luton. Everything what happened in the past is no making sense, guys. I'm just focusing on what I'm doing at the moment. And Tom Lee's, the way he attacked the ball was a different class. So I was really pleased for him because he's a great pro. He's a very, very good professional boy. Hello, Mark. Pleased to see you. You mentioned to Louis there a couple of times about leaders, Jonathan Hogg and, and Tom Lees, is sort of sussing out who the leaders in the group are, is that one of the most important things when you come in early? That's your leaders. You could see it from the outset. I think you just need to sit up in the stand and look at Tom Lees and uh, Hoggy and you could see what they are as a person. They're just warriors, you know, they're on that pitch. They can't play half-cut, I say, everything they do is at full throttle. I love players like that, so I'm really enjoying working with the two of them. And I just ask, because um, we're speaking to him later, how would you sort of assess um, Sober Thomas's personality and what he brings to the group away from the football side? Just a personality. And that's what I keep saying, and be yourself. Be aggressive about the group. Express yourself. Be confident in everything you do, because when you're at it, you're a danger to anybody in this league. And I've got to improve this player. I'm going to be following up on a lot of things, because I want to get him more clear in what he's doing on the pitch. But he's so willing to learn. And that's what I like about him. Every time you speak to him, he looks you in the, eye, in the eyes and he engages. And he's a good lad. So do you sense he's someone you want to be on his case because he's got he's got so much improvement to do and you want to get it out of him? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got so much more to give. 
I mean, they talk about him being one of the biggest threats in the championship last year. And I'm looking at him and, and seeing so much more room for improvement as well. So when he really clicks into gear and like the other good young ones as well, and the way the older experience heads will give them that platform to play from, you could have an exciting group on your hands. Yeah, and again, you talked to Louis about the sort of blend of, of youth and experience. When you bring someone in like Ben Jackson, who's not really been very scarred by what's happened so far this season, is that important, that sort of freshness to the group? Just plays with it for you. Jacko just comes in every day and just plays without fear, you know. And that's what I like about the young players. They're not worried about what's going on on the outside. They're just coming in and enjoying being about the building. And they're really proud to play for this club. And that's what the club's all about. We've got to identify with these players, you know. He plays with energy. So I was really impressed with Jacko when he came on. He could handle this league. A Luton a good model in terms of the way you want to play, the particularly the aggressive side and the and the pressing side of it. it, it when you're doing your analysis this week, it, can you point to a few of these things that they're doing and say, I want this from you guys? Oh, I respect all the opposition, but I don't look at any other teams in, in that respect. You know, I just focus on us. Fair enough. Um, and you, you mentioned Sorba's willingness to to learn. Is that is that pretty typical of the group so far? Has the response been been good in the in the three days so far yeah I mean like it's been a tough start to the season for them you know so generally with teams that are at the bottom of the league like this they're very down or you're trying to drive them and that that's not the case with this group they actually drive themselves um, it's just about being uh, there for them to let them see exactly what we're doing and the real clarity in our game um, but as I said we need to keep working on a training pitch to bring that that doesn't happen overnight guys yeah of course yeah and, and do you have to be careful not to um bombard them with too much information early on as well. Yeah, that's important as well, you know, because uh, you know what it's like, um, attention span from players at times is is not big in that respect, but we've got a lot of intelligent guys in the group as well, and they take information on really good and they're receptive to it. So that's important for me, um, and I think we're in a good way, you know. The three goals were disappointing at the weekend, there's no doubt about that, but there was a lot of things in the game which I think when we start getting these areas, Teams are going to get a lot of problems from us. And, and going forward, I mean, you mentioned a bit to Stephen there about formations. They were very flexible last season, well, and the start of this season, in terms of playing different shapes. Is that what you're working towards rather than, rather than a set way, you know, a set formation of playing? Are you looking for a, a, a very adaptable team? Yeah, again, like last season or what happened in the past, guys, it's more important for me. I don't look in the past. I can only influence what's now. And we'll be working on the pitch to create situations where we're comfortable in many systems and formations. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's everything, guys. Thank you.